Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to Season 8 of Mads World. I'm your host, Mads, and thank you so much for returning to listen to Season 8. If you've been enjoying the show, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast as it helps me reach more people. Or just tell a friend about it. This week, I'm joined by London-based comedian Alexandra Haddo. Alex gigs all over the UK, and she is taking her debut show, Not My Finest Hour, up to the Edinburgh Fringe this year. She is also the founder of Indie Amnesty, an indie, Britpop, and rock and roll club night that puts on nights in London, Margate, and soon-to-be Glasgow. In this episode, we discuss some of our funniest date stories, Alex's most embarrassing moments, alongside the worst dating advice we've ever heard, combined with all of your submissions. Hello, Alex. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm well. I'm functioning. It's February. I am back in the world. I love to hear that. I feel like January in London is a very depressing place. So I've I skipped it. I went to Australia and it was the best thing ever. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you did the right thing. 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, well, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. And you were recommended to me as someone who was one of his favourite comedians, one of his favourite female comedians by Ali Woods, who is doing really well at the moment. Oh, horrible man. No, he's... <laughs> The nice, the nicest man in comedy. He's so nice. I wonder if he'll be listening to this. If he is, hi, Ali. I know. Yeah, we're going to Barcelona next week for a gig. No way. That's so fun. You'll have to tell him that we did this. I know. So let's get stuck into our speed date question round, and then I want to chat to you about the worst dating advice that both you and I have ever received. And um, I've asked all of you out there listening of your worst dating advice, and then Alex has also got some too. So (laughs) let's jump into these questions. So the first one is, which current trend really bothers you? Okay, so this is, I just sort of went for general trends, but it's kind of related to dating in a way. Um, My thing at the moment, I'm I'm kind of writing my show, uh, my first hour show, and it's called Not My Finest Hour, and it's about doing bad things and just kind of admitting it. And my pet peeve at the moment with trends is people that have done something wrong and on social media they're kind of like blaming absolutely anything else <laughs> like rather than just kind of admitting that they've done something wrong. Like when yeah. they say, you know, like, oh, um, I saw somebody the other day that clearly, you know, screwed up their own relationship. And you could just tell by the tone that it was their own fault. But they were just kind of there being like, trusting myself more for 2023 like um (laughs) sometimes I can be loud and bold and like you know but that's just who I am and it's just like you've obviously done something wrong and that's fine or like people are like oh well you know I I cheated on this person or I did this or whatever because of you know my star sign or whatever it's like shut up like literally it's like people yeah when celebs do something and get cancelled and they put out some bullshit apology or like when Balenciaga had that horrible campaign that was like exploiting children and their apology was like, we would never do that. But you did You did do yeah, it. You literally exactly did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's always some mad, like, mad excuse. Yeah. Politicians as well, obviously. Like, it's some bull- like, bullshit or whatever. And you're like, just say. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm really sorry I was wrong. Yeah. Even Lizzo did it. And she had a song where she said, like... It was like a like a slur against disabled people, and she's like, "Sorry, I didn't know it was bad." It's like, what? Yeah, 
the song's yeah. out now. You did yeah. too late. Somebody should have seen this, you know, like somebody yeah. should have surely. Oh anyway. god. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's a good one. I totally agree. The next question is, who is your current celeb crush? Okay, do you know what? I wrote down a few of my current celebrity crushes and I've realized Is it Ali that- Woods? <laughs> it's Ali Woods. Okay. Um- <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down my my current ones, and they're all mm-hmm. basically the the men, mostly Irish men, nominated for Oscars this year. <laughs> oh my god, love that! Is one of them Paul Mescal? Paul Mescal, obviously. Who? Oh. One of the most embarrassing. This ties into one of your other questions, actually. But yeah. one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. Paul oh Mescal god. is the only celebrity I have ever like DM'd thirstily on Instagram. Oh my god, we have something in common. Have you done it as well? He blocked me on Insta. <laughs> No! Fully. So before he was famous, I found out he was going to um, be in Normal People like because they yeah. cast him and it was sort of like his breakthrough role. And I messaged him because I read the book and I was like obsessed with it. So I messaged him and I was like, hey, or something, because like he only had like 5,000 followers. And he answered. He like sent me a picture of him and his friend at the pub or something. And then I was with my friend Dan and we were drinking and we were like <laughs> – come over and hang out with us or something and he just blocked me <laughs> well, this is once he had like a million followers because I was like oh my god he's gonna still see it and then he literally blocked me and then now everyone's being like to me he doesn't even have social media you're making it up and I'm like yeah he used to yeah like, he did when it came out yeah because I dm'd him when it came out and um what, what did you say and do you know what this is so embarrassing I dm'd him being like just want to say I thought your acting was amazing in normal <laughs> people because my thought process was like everyone else will be like thirsting him or like saying mm-hmm. he's really mm-hmm. fit mm-hmm. so I will compliment <laughs> his acting skills and therefore I will be differentiated from the crowd Um, did he reply no I don't think he he even did he block you not that I know of but now I'm worried that he did um but no I don't think he ever even saw it and then he didn't and then like I say he deleted social media but yeah um it's mainly him yeah Colin Farrell Bill Nye and then obviously Mick Lynch Oh my god, that's a good list. Yeah, I think mine is all four men from the 1975, and especially Maddie Healy. And I'm I'm grossed out at myself, but my TikTok algorithm is just him over and over and over. And I'm like, it's gaslighting me into fancying him when I probably don't. Yeah, I'm worried about him. I don't know whether he's like insanely cool or like (sighs) we should all be worried. You know, that's the vibe that I'm getting at the moment. Yeah, and is it method acting? Like the whole drinking a bottle of wine on stage, the pretending to cry? I'm like, is it just like all part of the bit, or is it? I don't know. It's very confusing. I know. I don't know. I, my ex-boyfriend from years ago is is pals with him or was pals what? with him growing up. And now I'm like, that's mad. I think, no, I don't yeah. think I met him, but I remember them being like, oh, he's in a band. And like, they seem to be like doing, doing all right, actually. And now, yeah. you know, they're massive. Yeah. Love them. The next question I have is favorite recent pop culture moment or meme? Oh, fa- this was quite, do you know what? Meme, like, I use them all the time. And then when you ask, mm-hmm. when you get asked about them, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, I have a few for this. Um, one of my favourite things recently was Madonna um, announcing <laughs> her world tour in that weird video where they're mm-hmm. all sat on like a round table. <laughs> and it's like Meg Stalter, the comedian, Amy Schumer's there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like loads of other, there were some other people that, kind of everyone was like okay what an eclectic mix of people great yeah and um it was such a weird contrived like scripted video that was supposed to not be scripted oh my god I just thought it was like the weirdest vibe in the world um I need to go watch this I've never seen it and have you not it's it's on your Instagram on Madonna's I don't think I follow Madonna but I'm gonna have to go look but I do follow Meg Slater is it Slater or Salter? I don't know. So, but I don't know. Maybe it. it's Slater, but it, Stalter, I think it oh, is. Oh, Stalter, that's right. Yeah. I'll and, definitely go and check it out. That sounds and weird. <laughs> I thought it, and I thought it was weird, right? And then I went on Meg Stalter's Instagram and she was like, here I am announcing Madonna's world tour. No, I, d- I don't know why either. And I think like Madonna's people just sort of, because a friend of a friend like went for dinner with her that lives in LA like a few months ago. And I saw on her Instagram and my mate was like, yeah, she just basically got a call from Madonna's people but like, being like she just wants to like get a group of interesting people together and have dinner so I just what? love the idea that these people were just sort of brought you know in a blacked out like vehicle to a oh random sort of 
warehouse just for an ad- announcement on a store and they've never met each other or her. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what this reminds me of is that Elton John had like a Christmas dinner with like eight different people and it's just musicians that he likes and he just invited them over and it was like Dua Lipa, Sam Fender, like a bunch really? of, yeah and it was, they were all just at Elton John's house having dinner and posted like a family photo and it was just like the idea that Elton John can just invite over eight of his favorite celebs and just have dinner like so random sure. but like why why not <laughs> yeah he can actually do like the you know the dream dinner party thing whenever he wants essentially. yeah and I think someone made a good joke it was like about um because it was it was lo- loads of queer people, like all LGBT musicians and stuff, yeah, apart yeah. from Sam Fender and Dua Lipa. But actually, I don't even know if they are. But then everyone was like, Dua, don't get on the boat because White Lotus had come out. Have you seen White Lotus? I haven't, but I feel like I have. Because, oh, yeah. yeah. You know. So that was probably one of my favourite memes was that Dua Lipa <laughs> was there with all the gays and it was just like a Jennifer Coolidge moment where she was like, these gays, they're trying to kill trying me. Trying to kill me. Yeah, I've seen that meme, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so good. Um, next question is before we get into your funniest date story is what's your most embarrassing moment we spoke briefly about this before but I mean you know aside from DMing Paul Mescal um (laughs) (laughs) most embarrassing moment um this honestly sounds like a cliche thing but it was absolutely true um an electrician came round to my house oh god to like check the socket you know like your landlord tends to like check the sockets or whatever basically Mm -hmm. basically like a checkup on the electrics in your house and the day before I'd been filming a sketch because obviously you know all comedy was off and mm. I've been filming this sketch and I had this massive bright pink dildo right which <laughs> I'd never I'd genuinely I'd bought in earnest but it was absolutely huge and horrible and cheap and disgusting but it was, and it was like <laughs> luminous pink oh my um, gosh I know and I genuinely I got it out of the box this I got it maybe <laughs> honestly like five years ago right never yeah. used it because I got it out and I was like what the fuck is this mm. and obviously you're like how do you throw that away do you just put it in the bin whatever yeah. so I just never had and because of this sketch that I was doing I was like oh it, it, it needed to have like a sex toy in it or whatever and I, yeah. I was like brandishing it around and because it was so ludicrous it looked really good in the sketch <laughs> and I left I just put it on my desk you know like because I'd done no. a sketch here like where I'm sat here and the guy came <laughs> in the next day and he was just like I just check the sockets in your room and my housemate started laughing and it was like it was all in a split second where I was like oh my god she's oh. realized what was because we you know, it's it just there. been there overnight, you know. Oh and then he God. just walks in and, and I had to say, I went bright red because I was like, I'm going to have to acknowledge it before he does because <laughs> yeah. that's Don't even mind weirder. the dildo on the table. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, I'm a comedian. And like, this is this is for a sketch that I've been doing. And he was like, he, he to be fair to him, he was so, like, he was such a good sport. He was so, he was cracking up. I ended up, oh he ended up coming God. to one of my gigs, like, a few really? times. Like, when lockdown ended, yeah. But like, he was cracking up and, and we had like a proper good laugh about it. But for a second, I was like, this could go so wrong if he was, you know. Oh my God, that is horrendous. Stiff I up a lip, it. yeah. <laughs> it was just about that it was like upended on my table, you know, like. Yeah, just like, and like freshly used if it's yeah, out, it looked, yeah, you know. It looked, it looked triumphant is how I would yeah. describe it. it was, that was bad. Yeah. Proud of itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly how it looks. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. I on on this podcast because it is a dating podcast. I love to ask people their funniest date story ever. So it can be weird, embarrassing, terrible, or it can even be a good one if you really want. But what is your funniest date story? I I was struggling to pick one because they all have their kind of their own little idiosyncrasies, you know. Um, but I got, I think probably the weirdest one, definitely the one that sprung to mind anyway, is one that I got set up, I, my friend who I know really well, I've known her since I was like 11, like set me up, set me up with this guy. And she was like, do you know what? Even if you don't fancy him, you'll have like a really fun night. And I quite enjoy that. Like some people really hate being set up, but I always think, well, no, that person kind of knows me and they know the other person. Yeah. You know? Um, so surely it's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, and <laughs> I got there. So basically I'd said I was doing a gig and I was really, really busy that week. And I said to him like, oh, you know, I've, I don't want to invite you to a gig because it's a bit like come and look yeah. at me for a date. I think it's a weird vibe anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, well, look, you, you seem to be really busy, which was true. Like I wasn't fobbing him off. Mm. And he was like, so why don't I just, I love comedy anyway. Honestly, mm. I'll just come. We'll go for a drink before it. And then we can go for a drink after it. And I was like, are you definitely sure? Like all this kind of thing. He was like, no, 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 honestly, I really, I, I really enjoy comedy. I promise you it won't be weird. I was like, okay, fine. Um, oh no. So, and we got, I got there and he was just yeah. like, 
visibly stoned. I mean, like so Why? high. Yeah. <laughs> and and then like he he already had a drink as well, and he was not what I was expecting. Like he's oh my not God. like physically what my friend had sort of said either. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's and by the way, that's not like a slight on him. It's just that that's not what she described, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, so I was like, okay, fine. Like you know, no worries. Uh, <laughs> you know, keep an open mind. You might be yeah. uh, might be a bit nervous or whatever. And then, like, he had, like, a bite on his hand that was infected. And he, like, told, told me all about it and, like, showed me it. Um, wait, uh, a human bite? Like, from a bug? Like, no, what no, kind from, of bite? From, a bu- from a bug or something. Like, oh, my God. I was um, thinking, like, Last of Us, like, a full-on Oh, like, my God, can you imagine? Bite. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a, quite a rough sexual encounter from last night <laughs> that's still on me now. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, so, that, yeah, there was that. And then... There was loads of weird stuff. So like at the, oh yeah, at the break, I went down to like get us a drink and I was like, oh, I can't see him. Maybe he's like, um, you know, maybe he's gone outside for a cigarette or something. Mm. And then he just like put his face here and he was like, hello. Oh my God. I was like, like, oh, hello, (laughs) you, you scamp. Um, (laughs) And then after it, like there was loads, there was loads more stuff than this. But what I can remember is like, he was telling me that he was in, he was in like a hip hop duo. Oh my god! Um, it's important to note that he was white, um, and uh, he also was in a like a screech metal band. And I was no. like, "Oh, great, okay, you know that's cool." And he was, I was like, "What do you do in your in your um, in your band?" And he was like, "I'm the singer. Just helps me get all my rage out because I hate everything and everyone." And oh my like, god! Great, great. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was mad. And then he like basically said like loads of my stuff in my comedy is about how like you know um, not adhering to the sort of traditional timeline like I don't necessarily want to get married like not against marriage or anything but like, yeah 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 you know, that kind of thing like I don't really think I want kids that kind of that like you know playing with those sort of ideas and stuff and yeah, yeah. He, he basically was just like are you not panicking though because you're really old and I was like wow like, <laughs> what mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Has he ever been on a date? And also, I would have been so mad at my friend for this. I know. It was it was like, so weird. And then, like, what? I did that thing where I just had to lie on the spot and say, like, because at the end, you know, like, he was walking the same way yeah. as me. So I was like, oh, actually, I've got a shoot really early in the morning. So oh I'm going like, to stay with my friends who lived around the corner. Wait, my friend did live around the corner. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like, all oh, right. And then he, like, asked me if I wanted to go out again. And I was like, 
what? No. But it's like, no. did you, did he have fun? Like, but what? that's the thing. And like, my oh. friend insisted that he wasn't high, and I was like, it's even weirder if he wasn't high. Like, <laughs> is, that, is that just him? Like, is he generally like that? <laughs> yeah, there was loads more stuff as well that I'll probably remember throughout the, the night. But I had to just constantly be like, oh my god, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, that is horrendous. Yeah, I hate having to do the fake lie at the end to get out of it. Like, oh, and, and it's so obvious as well. Like there was one, I was on this date with this guy who was just like mansplaining crypto to me and saying how he, like his friend who cheats on his girlfriend is a really good boyfriend because cheating allows him to get that out of his system. And I'm like, right, okay. And we were in Soho and I was like, oh, and he was like openly homophobic and stuff as well. So (gasps) then at, at the end of the date, I was like, oh, actually like, um oh I was no it wasn't the at the end of the day it was like two drinks in I was like oh, actually like some of my gay friends are out in Soho like I'm I'm actually about, I'm gonna go meet them and he's like oh well I came all the way into the city for this and I was like oh well you know I'm just gonna go anyway yeah <laughs> just left. I think that's the best way to be there like what because that's why I hate um like online dating and stuff I'm not very good at apps or anything like that it's horrible I think it's just because I'm like oh god if I've got to spend the whole eve I'm too like polite like I respect you for getting out of that do you know what I mean honest well it was actually hard to do because I after the first drink I was like I actually just want to leave so bad but I felt like maybe I wasn't giving him enough like maybe he was just nervous yeah and he was just saying how he loves like Seth um no, not Seth Rogen, Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, that's and a red flag. It was so, like <laughs> everything he said was just, and he was just so condescending. Like, he was, I was actually like, I thought I was being punked. Like, it was the yeah, worst, yeah, yeah. worst date ever. And then, yeah, I mean, I probably normally would just stay, but it was that bad. I was like, I actually can't, and I can't sit here and listen to this, especially when he started being like openly racist and stuff. I was like, what, is this, are you real? Like, are you a real guy? What the fuck? Insane. Yeah, it was so weird. So weird. Yeah, okay, that but... tops mine, I think. Like, at least he wasn't racist. Yeah, <laughs> at least he was just stoned and probably not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think it was on me and Ali's, like, second date. I came to watch his comedy show. Oh, yeah. That's how I know him. Cause oh, we... is it? Yeah, because <laughs> we went on a few dates and – um. He was like emceeing this other comedy night and then yeah. I just went and asked him out and he said yes and then – yeah, he took me to his comedy night and I was like, this is like so scary having to go up and do this because you never know. I mean, you know lots of comedians, but I don't know any. And I was just yeah. thinking like, oh, my God, like I couldn't, I, I just couldn't. But like I record the podcast, put it up, that's fine, but I don't have to see people's reactions. I just like hear about it later. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember him telling me about you. Really? Oh, no. Well, I, well, well, I remember him, <laughs> I remember him t- saying that a, a girl had asked him out after a gig and that he was going on a date with her. So oh, that's me. Was it what gig? Where was the gig? Uh, it was this place in uh, on Kingsland Road towards Dalston. Oh. And it was like a secret comedy club. So like it, you go in the door and it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like anything. And then it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- that sounds like, I'm, I'm sure he said that she was Australian. So unless he's got a real niche. Whoa. With Australian <laughs> girls that ask him out at gigs, it must have been you. <laughs> so random, but funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, we have been sent in some of the worst dating advice from people out there listening, and I know that you've got some as well. So maybe we'll just go one-to-one and yeah, then we yeah, can just chat about them. So the first one, the first submission I got was never text them first. So I don't know whether I agree with this because I always end up texting like I'm like a multiple texter in one go if they haven't replied because I get drunk and I'm like it doesn't even matter and then I text them then the next day I'm like this is horrendous like (laughs) why is it all blue or all green like I've sent all of them and they not even reply like doesn't even reply but I I think there's a difference between texting first and like multiple texts you know like that's I think it's fine to text first but like Oh, okay. This, I guess, depends if we're like talking about, are you texting first after a date? Like a successful date, I would oh, probably I be like, yeah. oh, I had a really good time, you know, like, or is it just kind of like when you're playing, when you're doing like cowboy standoffs and it's like, who's going to text first? Yeah. Like that, that sort of game playing. I'm like, I don't know. This is the thing. I think it's, I would love to say that I completely stand by my strong woman 2023 advice <laughs> of like, 
hey, fucking text them if you want first, right? Yeah. But I think that I do, my pride gets in the way a bit and I do kind of think like, oh, I'll wait for them to text. But then mm. again, if I really liked them and they hadn't, I would do it. Yeah. And, but then I also get stuck in the thing of like, if they liked you, they would. So it's like, I'm not going to force it if it's not something that they're willing to put themselves out there and do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? No, absolutely. But I sometimes, yeah, I do. I think it's still fine. Like, because if you text them quite soon after yeah. saying like, hey, I had a great time. I think that's fine. I think that's fine too. Great. Yeah. Okay, we're in agreement. Do you yeah. have one you want to do you have one you want to share? <laughs> Loads of people said the worst dating advice they had was be yourself, but like <laughs> someone said that to me too. <laughs> but I think that's that's bad. Yeah, like that's good dating advice. You should be yourself genuinely because somebody said, in fact, you know what? I'll start with <laughs> the fact that one of my friends who I went on a date with years ago, who I'm still really good friends with now. Yeah, said the worst advice was take them to Brixton Fish Market because I accidentally took him to a fish market <laughs> on a date years ago. I thought I was what? taking him to like Brixton food markets, you know, like oh. all the kind of little pop-up restaurants and stuff. And I hadn't really researched it. And I was like, oh my God. well, Brixton Market's over here. Anyway, we ended up at a fish market. Did Tuesday. it stink? Did it stink? Yeah, awful. It was awful. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, this is why I hate going to that. To that. There's that place in Dalston where... It's at Dalston Superstore or something, and it's a fish market in the day, and you go there in the night, and it just fucking stings. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm not going there. Like, I'm sick. Don't take me there. Ridley Road. Is it Ridley yeah, Road? it's Ridley yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking go there. It just stinks. And, like, you go out for a, for a smoke or a vape or air or whatever, and I'm like, I can't breathe. Like, yeah. I'm just breathing in fish. I have never thought of that because I used to, I haven't been to that bar for ages and I used to love it, Ridley Road Market Bar. Yeah. But I don't smoke, so maybe I'm just in and then I'm done. You yeah, know? you're protected from the fishy vibes. Maybe I'm just too drunk by the time I get there <laughs> that I don't realise. Um, so, yeah, what I would say is bad advice is to not research where you're going to take someone. Um, good advice, 100% look it up on the map. Um <laughs> Yeah. And figure it out. Well, going back to when you said just be yourself, I think I was going to say, like that guy we were just talking about, the crypto guy, I was thinking, should he not be himself or should he be that horrible? And then maybe there is the right girl for him out there. You know, like someone who believes in all that stuff. Someone who can make lots of money online and be racist with him, you know? Yes. The match made in heaven. Like, go together and just, like, save two other people from ending up with you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that exa- that's exactly right. And I think you you do go into every day obviously wanting to be yourself. Yeah. But I think the more that you feel like you can't be, the less you're probably matched. Yeah. But nobody yeah. is their self right at the start, I don't think, because you are kind of testing, like, whether your humour's the same, you're testing... You know, you don't want to kind of have all your quirks mm. out there straight away just because you're sort of seeing how it goes, especially if you do already really like them. Mm. Like maybe holding something back is is a good thing. Yeah, a little bit. Like as long as I think you can be your, I think you can be yourself on a sliding scale. There's a difference between that and like being someone that you're completely not. Yeah, you know? that's so true. Yeah. Great advice. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> the next one I had was age is just a number. So someone said that's bad advice. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Quite topical with Leonardo DiCaprio this week. Yeah. Dating a 19-year-old. Oh, my God. I actually can't with him. Wasn't he going out with Emily Ratajkowski as well, like the model? Oh, really? Well, at least she's like 30. That would be like, that'd be like a step up for him. <laughs> I know, but then he was. she was probably too old. I think they've already broke up, so. He was probably like, <laughs> no, she was born before the year 2000. I'm out. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think... Do you know what? I went out recently, so I'm 29, and I recently went out with a 40-year-old, and it was fine. Like, we got on so well. Like, I really liked him. We liked each other. But I think the thing is, is that if you're at different life stages and you you have different wants, especially when you get to this age and, like, you know, kids and marriage and stuff is, like, a realistic thing. Like, in your early 20s, I feel like you can go out with whoever. But if you're dating a 40-year-old and he, like, wanted kids or and you didn't or something, it's a, it's a conversation you have to have pretty fast and probably before you're ready. Exactly. So, yeah, I think in terms of age, it's just a number. If your goals are aligned, fine. Do yes. what you want to do. But if your life stages and your goals are different, then absolutely not. And I think the likelihood that they're different is 
is going to be more if you're a different age, you know? Definitely. I think when I was younger, I used to hate, and I never used to understand it as well when people Mm. would say love is about timing. Mm-hmm. As, well, as well as you know compatibility and all the others and all the normal stuff and I'd be like that is so romantic like if you you know if you're the one you're the one but it's yeah. so true like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's really really true like if you meet some in fact um my one of my friends her husband is like 13 years older mm-hmm. um and you know they were on and off not not in a toxic way just like for, for quite a few years because she was quite young and she wanted to kind of be young for a bit and then he was like completely fine with that I don't, he was obviously upset that he didn't you know, he wasn't with her when they weren't together, but I think then it originally, they, then they were like both a bit older and then it kind of aligned and then it worked. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's about, it definitely is about timing because like you say, you might, that guy might have been perfect for you if he was 34, but even exactly kind of six years is kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you're at yeah. a different stage. A hundred percent. And I think it can work the other way as well. Like timing can work in a positive way when it shouldn't. So for example, I went out with my housemate in COVID because we were stuck together for two years. We fell in love and it was probably someone that I would never normally give the time of day. But that, that is because we were too different. And so then the pandemic ended and our differences and our different hobbies and stuff became really like they rose to the surface and we were so yeah. we were like we we don't belong together but it was just that the timing of it all happened and I think with a lot of other couples they may have moved in together too soon or oh yeah absolutely yeah and are you still like do you get on you're just not romantic um no we don't we don't talk anymore <laughs> oh shit <laughs> that's fine but yeah, that's, no I think that's yeah. really true for couple like couples that even were together before mm-hmm. pandemic yeah. because it kind of you put it you know you're put in this bubble where real world problems don't affect your relationship you know yeah so 100% I think that either enhanced or I guess mm-hmm. if you're people with your own lives quite a lot being then being together you might be like oh shit we don't like each other yeah 100% <laughs> did you have another one from Twitter you want to share oh yeah let's see what else I got from Twitter um I had the ages just a number thing as well did you um, yeah it's always somebody, the same stuff yeah somebody said that oh this is a good one Mm. I completely agree with this. Somebody said the worst advice they've ever had is if you're not busy, pretend that you are. Like, what's the point in starting off a potential romance built on lies? Essentially, like, make yourself seem a bit more unavailable than you actually are. Okay, this is an interesting one because I have sort of a thing where I won't, if someone asks me out on to hang out on a Saturday night, I get the ick because I'm like, don't you have anything better to do? (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. But then I think that that, I wouldn't mind that so much on a one-off, but then if the next time they were like, I'm free this Saturday as well. I'm yeah. Free. Yeah, I know what you mean. But then I wonder, now I'm like, because I didn't really know that this was a massive thing, but like if guys are saying that they're busy, like does that mean that they're not? Are they just trying to be cool or are they actually busy? Exactly. Like, do, so, do people do this? Like is it a common thing? I think people do, not not to like an extreme, but I think people are a bit like, and I think people also don't want to give up their Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and sometimes you, a better offer might come in, you know. That that's the thing, and you you might you mm. you know you don't know if, if it's a blind date. You you know you might not like them. So I would all I don't think I ever went on. I think I went on one like you know app date or something on like one Friday, yeah. um, and that was it. Because the other times I was like, no, I want to see like my mates on a on a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> or you plan to meet them out after because it's just like as a exactly. backup. You need exactly, a backup yeah. plan. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that's a good one. Another good one that I got through was don't shag on the first date. So this is such this a is polarizing such one. Bollocks, I think. Same, because also, what if you get five dates in and then they're a crap shag? Yeah. What if you're physically incompatible and you've, but that, but that, by that time, you're also kind of like, oh, well, you know, if you're five dates in, you probably like them, you know? Yeah, but then if, what if you like them and then it's bad sex? You're just stuck. It's like exactly. that. It happens on Sex in the City with Samantha and she's like, I can't be with this guy because the sex is just so shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does happen. I think that's absolutely, I think it's also really um, misogynist advice. Yeah, because it's sort of like, oh, you guys won't like it. But then it's annoying because whenever you don't sleep with a guy on the first date, they're always like, get obsessed with you. And I'm like, this is so frustrating because you're proving the point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But I think, I don't know, there's nothing wrong with with holding out, but Mm. I don't think you should hold out because of some rule, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. 
But it's yeah. like, yeah, but don't feel like, oh, I shouldn't go back because it's like the done thing. Like if yeah. you want to shag someone, 100%. Li- live your life. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you, you're never going to be on your deathbed being like, I think I had too much sex. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. That is the best quote. That <laughs> quote. Maybe that's the episode title. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> no one's on their deathbed saying I had too much sex. <laughs> that's what I mean. And the thing is, if, the, if it's a guy that, you know, is going gonna, is gonna, to – you know not see you again because you did that he's a dick they're a dick yeah 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 oh my god that is so true yeah it's not someone that you want and it's like if they do but then the argument comes in there's that post-nut clarity argument where it's like a biological thing that guys can't help they're like disgusted by you after or is it a guy being like oh she puts out easily so she's obviously a slut it's like if it's the biological one I'm like maybe it's not your fault that you're a dick I don't know if it's a biological thing but there's post-nut clarity and then there's after post-nut clarity where you're like oh yeah she was actually kind of nice do you know what I mean I think it's cyclical or or like oh yeah I don't actually think we liked each other that much I think we're having a good time on the night yeah yeah that that's such a I think I get that as well like when you have a you think you like them on the night and then the next day you're like oh actually I wasn't really feeling it you know or you're not excited to see them again so then you're like oh maybe I was just having a fun night with them but there wasn't actually a lot of like sexual attraction god yeah. it's hard out here for us isn't it are you, are you single or do you have a boyfriend i'm not i recently i'm always single and recently i have a boyfriend yeah so exciting which is so weird because i keep calling you my friend because i'm so used to being single <laughs> my friend yeah like if i'm That's at a, so mean <laughs> if i'm at a gig i'm like oh yeah my friend sorry my, my boyfriend is coming like i'm always like my pal I'm like <laughs> Your friends owning your own boyfriend. Yeah, like full on. I think it's because I'm so, I'm so so used to being single, you know. Yeah, so I feel like I can so still funny. speak with quite a lot of authority um, on the single life because I've ninety five percent of the time. You've made it out. You got out. Single. Yeah, hey, it's early doors. It's early doors. We don't know. It's hard out here on the streets. I tell yeah. you. <laughs> oh, do you have any more from Twitter? Just seen that a guy, I didn't even see this. I've just seen a guy I actually went on a date with, who's my friend's brother, who's great. Um, yeah. He said, "Like a lot, love a few, learn to paddle your own canoe." <laughs> that's great advice. Yeah, I think that's quite nice. Why is he put worse dating advice? Maybe he didn't read it properly. He hasn't read that, it properly. That's Come great. On, Rob. Like- so, like, <laughs> like a lot, love a few, learn to paddle your own canoe. I guess that's yeah. like le- learning to be happy on your own. Exactly. He's put good advice there. Well, there, there, there's a bit of a yeah. Um, that's really profound. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, this is quite a topical one. Somebody said they put no Tories on their dating profile, and somebody said they shouldn't do that because they shouldn't, you know, discount somebody at that stage in such a blanket way. Yeah, but, that's really interesting. Which, but then I I sort of, I wouldn't, to be honest, I wouldn't put it on my dating profile because I think it's a bit like... Makes you look like a... It's a bit, like, it's like, it's kind of like, yeah. But mm. I also don't ever think I could date a Tory and that's not me being like holier mm. than thou. I just don't think our worldview would align. I vehemently opposed to like yeah and I think if you have different fundamental values it's not really gonna last like yeah it depends what you're looking for as well though like if you're looking for a life partner yeah fair enough like yeah yeah. and if you feel that strongly about it as well that it is on your dating profile then maybe someone who also feels that way would be like yes love that energy you know yeah I think I think there's also like if you like you say if you do feel like you have to put it on your profile um you could say it in a way of like probably would li- would prefer someone more left wing. That's a nicer way of putting yeah. it rather than no Tories. Not that I really care about any Tories feelings, but the point is like, <laughs> but the but the point is like it is less like confrontational and less kind of you know. Yeah, it pushes people away. I feel like if I saw that, even though I would never date a Tory, I'd still be like, nah, you seem judgy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what it kind of yeah. I agree. Yeah, someone wrote to me, aim lower, which is bad dating advice because it's like if you yeah, like if you keep getting rejected, aim lower. But then, I don't know, maybe some people are just aiming too high and that's why they're unhappy. Like, And also what is what is lower? Like are we talking about physical looks? Yeah, like, like that's so you know, weird. Yeah, maybe like I would probably say aiming for someone that you or maybe like opening your mind to someone who you're not normally attracted to is that's a good okay thing. that's okay I, yeah I just I just don't think 
lower because whatever you <laughs> because whatever you think is lower is not who you're going to be attracted to because you think they're lower and it doesn't work. Yeah, and you're probably just going to feel like soup some sort of p- superiority towards them and stuff if you ever got together, which I feel like is a weird dynamic. No, it's never going to work. But one of the things I don't like this isn't necessarily dating advice, but like yeah. Some people have it as sort of a stipulation, so it's kind of adjacent. Mm. I really don't like when... So my my housemate um, used to work on first dates. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, and she was saying that um, it's really annoying matching people sometimes because women will have a... Traditionally, will have a height minimum. Yeah. And men will have an age maximum. <gasps> and then she was like, that's the two kind of things that are like oh. a, a bit kind of like... And it is that thing, like loads of women have like a height thing. And I've yeah. never, I've never, you know, oh, I won't date anyone under six foot or whatever. And I just mm-hmm. think that's such a weird stipulation for you to have that you're cutting yourself off from like so many people. It's so specific. I feel yeah. like, yeah. And it's just think about the love of your life could be like shorter than you, but you might yeah. never, you might never know. Yeah. Um, that, that age thing is really just freaked me out. <laughs> so freaked out right now because I'm 30 this year and I'm like oh god yeah it's mad isn't it but then but again I think I do think if you're a man with an age maximum then you're not a man that like I want to I want to date like it's so true but then you do think like I feel like maybe this is a whole other podcast episode but when I was younger I slayed on dating apps like I would be I came to London I was on three dates a week I mean I had a lot more energy and I was just out of a five-year relationship so I was probably like uh, that's dri- probably, driven by me too yeah, yeah yeah but like I was I'm just thinking now I'm like oh maybe I'm just lazy with it or maybe I'm just I'm just people don't have their age setting beyond 30 like 29 no I think it's I think it's just that no no bigger factor there is the fact that you come out of a five-year relationship like that coming out of a long-term relationship gives you so much energy it's yeah. unreal I think that's what it is and also, I was in England, and I was like, "I'm going to have my Notting Hill experience." And exactly, it was just English boys everywhere, you know. Yeah, they, that's <laughs> that's what it was. Hundred percent. Like, 29 is you're a baby, mm-hmm. a yeah. baby in arms. <laughs> I've got a um, I've got another good one, and this is a really another controversial one. So, to get over someone, you have to get under someone else. I think this is very polarizing because yeah, agree. This can work. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I have slept with someone after a breakup mm-hmm. or whatever and it makes you like not necessarily, well, it can make you basically feel hopeful again, I think. Because yeah. often the person isn't, you know, like the person you're going to end up with or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're usually a rebound or, you know, somebody you already know and maybe something's happened. And so it can actually make you feel, I would say like, oh, do you know what? Everything's going to be all right. Like that was, that was nice. Or like you end up having like a bit of a crush on them and it kind of distracts or it kind of puts the other person in perspective and you're like, oh yeah, this was actually really good fun. Or if it was bad or like not perfect and you're not, you're really not getting over the other person, it can make you feel so much worse. I think, I don't think there's like a middle ground. I think it either really helps or it really like pushes you back into texting your ex being like, are you sure we don't can't we are doing it? <laughs> uh-huh. And another another thing is if it's really good, you can get the feelings transference. So like you rebound, but then all yes. your feelings from this person go onto the new person and then you're just stuck with a whole new problem because it's like you you've fall for this other person based on nothing. Like it's just your you need somewhere for all you got because you've got all these emotions and you just need somewhere for them to go. Yes, that's so true. And that happens quite a lot. There should be like a word for that, I think. Yeah. It's happened to <laughs> yeah, it's happened to me, it's happened to my friends. Um people just sort of looking to quickly substitute and like st- like carry on from where they left off. A hundred percent. And like I think as well, especially when people are older and they're wanting to have kids or have a family or settle down, people will do that and settle a lot faster than they normally would because yes. if their relationship ends at like 32 and they had a life plan in place, they will just go oh, to the next person 100%. who's also ready. Yeah. Which I think has happened to some guys I've dated. I won't yeah. name names. It's not Ali Woods. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I feel like I've experienced that a load of times. Yeah, it's, 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 that's completely true because, and a lot, another um, common thing is people going out for like years and years and years and years and years and never, you know, never really committing kind of, maybe they live together, but they don't 
you know, maybe one of them wants to get married and one of them doesn't, or maybe one of them wants to have kids and one of them doesn't. And then they break up and like within six months, one of them is like engaged and pregnant and... Yeah, it happens so much. And then suddenly like you'll be, you'll have someone on Instagram or something and then you're following their life a bit and then suddenly they're engaged and you're like, who's that guy? Who's that person? Yeah. That's not the the boyfriend that I've become familiar with, even though I don't know you. That's not the guy in seasons one to six. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Surprise, pretty little lies, twist. Like, yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> You're right. You're completely right. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I'm trying to find another good one. Okay, this is an interesting one that someone submitted. It's okay. go go out with anyone who asks you. And I actually think that's good advice. Yeah, I don't mind this one. I think people have gone through periods, especially after a breakup, where you end up Sometimes you can feel like you've lost your friendship group or you feel like you've lost your social life or yeah. it's not just that person, you know. Whereas, And so actually I think this is quite good advice. Um, it, it's short-lived because don't do it for like a year. Like you'll find <laughs> <laughs> Do it for like six months, I think. And you kind of, because often in those situations you end up making a friend or, you know, if it doesn't, do you know what I mean? It can, or it, like you end up meeting other people. I think it's definitely a good, I think that's a good thing. And I think if someone is bold enough to ask you out, unless it's someone who, like, you really hate. Yeah, yeah, of course. I yeah. think if someone's bold enough to ask you out, like, good on them. There's obviously They obviously have some, good, like, self-confidence qualities that are admirable. So maybe just... That is exactly what I think. And I also think, like, if someone, if someone asks you out in real life, they've usually had a tiny snippet of actually getting to know you, right? Yeah. So, like, so I do think, yeah. Like you say, unless you're like, oh, God, you're repulsive. No, thank you. Yeah, um, but it's flattering as as well because, I mean, sometimes you just need a little self-confidence booster and it's not in the form of Instagram likes, you know? You just want oh someone to God, actually yeah. be like, you're cool enough that I am so scared right now but I want to ask you out. Like, Definitely. how? That is so nice. Yeah, I th- I, I've been on some really, really good dates with people mm. that have just basically had the confidence to just say, do you want to go out? Love that. Yeah. Do you have any more from Twitter you want to share? Oh, actually, you'll find someone where you're not, when you're not looking. That's, that's I had that divi- too. That's a divider. I think that's kind yeah. of true, but also it's fine to also make an effort. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, 100% both of those things are so true. Because if you're not looking, like I've not really been looking for the last year. And like yeah. I've had a few flings. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun and everything. And now I'm like, right, this is year of the boyfriend. I'm going to get a boyfriend, I feel like, this year. But I'm... <laughs> I'm like, I've been on Hinge. I've been like, you know how on Hinge you match with people and then neither of you have a message and then you just kind of stop caring. I'm like, no, I'm actually going to message every single person I match with. I, like it's year of yeah. your boyfriend and I'm putting in a little bit of effort for this year. That's the thing. If you put in effort, you will mm-hmm. you will get better results. But also I, I understand <laughs> it depends on your like mindset because if you've got a lot going on and you're kind of not not bothered either way, often you end up meeting someone more like in real life and the thing is as well you learn to love yourself and enjoy your own company <clears throat> when you're not looking for something else and that's what that's when you become appealing to other people yeah because your best yeah. your best self shines through kind of definitely thing. yeah yeah oh yeah so this is the one where I was like you know wow <laughs> um and he's kind of condemning it because he's, he's saying it's oh, bad God. advice right yeah um he's saying my dad used to say if arguing with if you're arguing with your girlfriend and she starts crying walk away as you will agree to anything to stop her crying <laughs> <laughs> what so like in a weird way it's sort of compassionate but it also sounds quite like problematic it just sounds like <laughs> toxic male who can't share his feelings <laughs> Yeah, and but this guy is oh. like saying that was bad advice, so I guess he's on our side. Oh, oh yeah, he's on our side. Yeah, that's he's, terrible yeah, advice. He's saying like, yeah, that was bad. That is bad advice. If my boyfriend, if I was crying and my boyfriend got up and walked away, I would literally just start throwing his shit out the window. Yeah, I know. Like, Get out. What? Yeah, that would not. Can you imagine? Like, you wouldn't be with them after you, if they did that. You know. Yeah. Right, we're nearly out of time and I've got one more that was really funny. So some someone said his drunk uncle told him this on Christmas one year, why make one happy and 99 unhappy? So, okay, sleep with as many women as you can. <laughs> I literally took a second to be like, what? Yeah, like what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about it's a numbers game. That's amazing. <laughs> I had a similar one actually of that, like it's a really? numbers game and stuff like that, yeah, which makes it just feel so like robotic. I know but yeah my worst (laughs) I think the worst thing I think of 
with dating is yeah. the worst advice is to like look them up online before the date. I hate, I'd never do that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Unless I've met them on a dating app already, which doesn't really count. Then already. Yeah. But, yeah. but also I think it's fine to do that after a date or two. Yeah. Because otherwise but, I don't get the chance to tell you what they want you to know. First. That's the thing. Like that's the thing. And I've had, especially, you know, being a comedian and, you know, you're putting yeah. a lot of your own stuff out there and clips and like, you know, you're talking about your personal life on stage, which is absolutely fine. But mm. I had a guy that I met on Bumble that like was asking me about stuff that he'd clearly like, he clearly watched like every single thing I've oh, put on that's Google. That's No, and that's the, bad. The, the thing is as well, it's like, number one, don't do, like, you know, I understand if you watch one thing or if you listen to one thing, I get that. Secondly, don't t- tell me that you've done it. Nah, that's bad. I mean, it's like I've got a sex and relationships podcast. Imagine all the guys like yeah. every, it comes up and then they're like, when am I going to be on it? And like, you're not interesting enough and I yeah. hate you. So shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I would, I just, I hate that preconceived, like, you know. Yeah. Like you say, there's nothing wrong with kind of looking them up after you've gotten to know them a bit if you like them, you know. But don't, don't ruin like all of the discovering things about people before you meet them. Yeah, and it sort of makes me wish that I was dating in an era that didn't have social media because it wouldn't be so different. But then it wouldn't be a numbers game because there's no apps. Like, you probably just go out with someone from school and then marry them, which I think is so sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're fine, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, it's it's been so brilliant having you on the podcast. I've had such a fun time. And thanks for joining. I hope we've we've solved some people's dating dilemmas. I hope you like my chat with the lovely Alex Haddo. Please let me know on my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever, if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and elbow taps. Peace. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.